the state of Hawaii. Truly a special place unlike any other. A place where these four words mean everything. Hey, what school you went? It's a question that makes one feel a sense of pride, passion, honor, and the longing to keep the traditions alive. Traditions that mean so much more right here as a new era is upon us. An era in which the athletic traditions of our young high school athletes have a home to call their own. And it all begins tonight with the OIA featured game of the week. This week, it's Championship Wednesday. Coming off a thrilling win against McKinley, the Castle Knights look to end the OIA season sitting on top of the throne. However, standing in their way are the Chargers of Pearl City, who coasted into the championship game by defeating Kalaheo, who will be crowned Division II OIA champions. We find out now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. And now let's go to the campus of Moanalua High School. Here's play-by-play -play announcer Kyle Galdera and analyst Ku'ule Agbayani. Aloha and welcome to Moanalua High School as we're looking forward to tonight's championship double dip. Tonight's OIA Division II championship game features Castle squaring off with Pearl City while tonight's D1 championship nightcap pits two unbeaten squads against one another. It's Moanalua facing Campbell. It's going to be an exciting evening and I'm Kyle Galdera joined by our analyst Kule Agbayani at our courtside broadcast position. And Kule, it's been a, a build-up all year of some great basketball action and tonight we get to see who takes home the hardware oh yeah Kyle I'm so excited I thought I was excited on Monday which I was but there's nothing like a championship day starting off with division two getting some flashbacks as playing at Mililani when I was in high school we played up against Pearl City a lot fortunately we were rarely ever in a championship game but that's a day there's another day for that story <laughs> but I'm so excited to be here and of course always with you my friend and before we get into the matchup, I, you were mentioning off-air, you scored 12 points against the Chargers, <laughs> is that right? Yes, ironically, like <laughs> even though overall we didn't do like the best at basketball when I was playing, um, my best game in high school was against Pearl City in a regular season game, yes, scored 12 points and I'll leave it at that. Uh, how much I averaged the rest of the season, uh, that'll be up to speculation. So transitioning to our action tonight, you mentioned Castle and Pearl City. When you look at the records on paper, nothing, you know, not going to send fireworks off. Castle coming in at 5-7, and seven, Pearl City at 5-6 and six in league play. But that's partially due to the fact that a lot of these Division II teams play a crossover schedule. So essentially they're playing competition on their level and a bunch of D1 teams. So it kind of dilutes the record a bit, but I think it's also great because it allows players to kind of rise up. And we're going to see the cream of the crop tonight with a more powerful post presence with the Castle squad compared to a more run-and-gun, shoot-em-up Pro City team. Yeah, and then just exactly what you said, just watching them as they warm up, they're just the way each team is built physically, they're two completely different teams, kind of like what we saw in the division one semifinal matchup between like Kaiser and Campbell. Two totally different things, but it's all about matchups, and we'll see how it goes once they start playing. Yeah, looking at Pearl City, the player we want to really key on is Kaisha DeWeaver. She's a junior, five foot seven, playing the forward position. She's averaging around 11 points a game. We mentioned you with your 12 points. <laughs> if you can average 11, 
that's something that Pro City can really lean on. And knowing that, you know, the best of the West in Pro City playing essentially the best of the East from Castle, two different styles, we'll see if she can maintain that, that post-scoring against a strong team like Castle down low. Exactly, and as they're getting ready to kind of get situated, the warm-ups are done, getting into their uh, pre-announcement star of starting lineup huddles and kind of the final moment for the coaches to really get everybody hyped up and ready to go. Speaking of hyped up, Castle was pretty hyped up, including their five foot nine freshman center, Malia Tini. She's coming into this game averaging 9.5 points a game. So that could be a fun matchup to watch down low as Tini goes up against the Weaver. And that's who I'm excited to see because you just look at her. She looks like she just can command that presence in the paint. So I'm curious to see how the much smaller in size Pearl City is going to be able to not only get situated with Malia Tini, but also how we mentioned before, Presley Gibson standing at 6-1. A lot more of a side size advantage for Castle over Pearl City. But like we've been told and like you said earlier to start off the broad broadcast, Pearl City is kind of more of the outside shooting type of team. So maybe they don't have to worry about going down low. And we'll set up opening tip and more for you when we come back. It's Pearl City versus Castle for the OIA D2 Championship here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Shaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy Oahu's best value at the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. With amazing group rates and Kama'ana deals starting at $99 per night, Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel offers an affordable stay in a prime location. Take a stroll on the beachwalk, cruise by the pool, barbecue at the beach, or eat and shop your way through Waikiki. Whether you're planning a staycation or group getaway, save now at WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. That's WaikikiBeachwalkHotel.com. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Welcome back to Moanalua High School. Of course, with a game this big, it's also going to be on Spectrum TV. So they're going through the normal TV routine of starting lineups. And before we get to the players, let's run through our referees for tonight's matchup. Brandon Oshiro is the head ref. He's in his fourth year and already doing his second Hawaii Championship game. So congrats to Brandon. He's joined by Michael Brown and Mike Morton with the alternate referee tonight, Brian Cannon. All right, and also looking at the path for these two teams to get here, as we mentioned, they were the top, both teams were the top on their respective sides in the East and the West, so they both had the first round buys. Castle played McKinley, who they beat 35-27 to get here in the championship game, and Pearl City had beaten Kala Hill 50-26, and now the two teams, the two top teams in the regular season are right where they belong, meeting in the championship game. And the great news is that the top three teams from the OIA D2 qualify for state, so essentially just by making it to this game both teams are in the state tournament so even if you don't come out on top tonight you're still going to get a berth so that's something to keep in the back of their minds let's start with the visiting castle knights for the starting lineups kyla chun carvalho a 5'8 junior she scores five pardon me 7.8 points a game she's joined in the front court by madison kong scoring 7.6 points a game 
as well as Brooke Watanabe playing guard, along with Presley Gibson, a six-foot-one freshman center. I know, Kule, you love your young, big players. <laughs> this is dominant. I just love when they can be that young and have such basketball IQ because it's very rare in high school basketball. And joining the Castle starting lineup, Maliatini, again, 9.5 points a game, so a well-balanced lineup for the Knights tonight. Yeah, and again, Maliatini, just a reminder to everybody, also a freshman, so very young with the two freshmen, a sophomore, a senior, and a junior in that. Now we can look over to Pearl City starting lineup. We have 5'2 guard, or junior guard, Kendall Adaro, 5'5 uh, freshman guard, Aisha DeWeaver, and Chloe Balatau, 5'3 freshman guard, and the sister of who we mentioned earlier, Kaisha DeWeaver, 5'7 forward, who is a junior, and last but definitely not least, Shiley Scanlon, 5'8 forward, also a junior. And I'm glad you saved Shiley for last because she's actually a sharpshooter for Pro City coming in with at least 11 threes that we know of statistically. So she's going to be the player to key on as far as the Pro City deep threat tonight. Going back to Pro City's lineup, Kyle Martin is their head coach across the way, Wendell Domingo leading Castle. So again, the theatrics here at Mauna Lua High School continuing to unfold as we get ready for opening tip. The lineups are pow. Referees are shaking everybody's hands and we're about ready to go. Seems like a nice crowd feeling in here at this Pau Hana Wednesday slot. Again, following this game here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network, we'll also have the D1 Championship featuring two unbeatens, Wanalua facing off against Campbell. And we'll also, just you know, to plug for coming up next week, we'll also be not here at Wanalua, but at Radford on Monday and on Wednesday for boys basketball. Division One semifinals on Monday and the Division One and Division Two, just like this championship game on Wednesday. But again, we'll be heading over a little further down to Radford for those. And you, Kyle Caldera, will be also part of that broadcast as well. So we got a lot of high school basketball coming up. And then next weekend, we're doing some HHSAA soccer. How about that? Sounds great. <laughs> Shameless kicking plug. It, kicking it with Kool Aid. <laughs> and Alan. <laughs> Here we go. All right, the players are on the court. Our head referee, Brandon Oshiro, checking things out. Now he tosses it up. The opening tip is tipped and controlled by Pearl City. Chargers in their all purple with white trimmed uniforms going from right to left. A near fumble there by Aisha DeWeaver. She controls it though. Castle wearing their all whites with maroon trim. It's always nice to have those contrasting uniforms you can tell the teams apart. Yeah, and Castle already being very aggressive on defense, almost forcing a couple turnovers there. So Pearl City going from right to left to start the first half. Eight minutes per quarter, no shot clock here at the OIA level. So teams can use that to their advantage or disadvantage, but basically not really held to that typical 30 or 35 second shot clock that we're used to. The first shot of the game is up by Aisha DeWeaver. It clangs around a bit, but falls. Pearl City surges ahead, two to nothing. Yeah, and beautiful, kind of like a floater layup shot. And it looked like it was could have bounced either way. And fortunately for them, it bounced in. Yeah, she had enough arc on it where it bounced enough and it went in for them. And on the other end, a turnover by Castle. It's Miliatini taking a few too many steps down low. She's going to be called for traveling. Yeah, and great defense by Pearl City to really close in quickly on, Mali on Tini to force her to travel. So coming back the other way, Aisha DeWeaver running the offense. Again, the freshman 
Down low to Shiley Scanlon, the three-point specialist. Scanlon with it up top, being double teamed. A zone defense so far by Castle, really swarming to the ball and adjusting. Down inside it goes to Kaisha DeWeaver. She goes up and under with the layup, no good. Controlled by Castle. Yeah, easily a kind of a mid-interception there by the 6-1 center, Presley Gibson. And another steal, this one coming by Pearl City. So the Chargers controlling the action so far. 6.30 to go in the first quarter, 2-0. Pearl City leads. Scanlon up top, takes a long three, no good off the backboard. Dribbled around a bit, and Scanlon almost steals it back, but it's going to be controlled by Chun Carvalho. She goes up and under for the layup. Gets some contact, but converts anyway. No foul, but the layup is good. We're tied at two. Yeah, what effort there by Chen Carvalho to really get that steal and take it all the way to the basket for two. Kendall Adaro controlling it for the first time tonight for Pro City. Swings it around to Chloe Brutal. And a turnover actually stepping on the out-of-bounds section of the court, Shiley Scanlon. So a little bit of helter-skelter skelter pace so far. Kool Aid to start this game. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Championship game, you're a little antsy and really excited, as you should be. You know what? You should feel like that. You shouldn't feel bored already, and the game's just starting, so they'll settle down eventually. Crowd filling in, and so is the offense as we see Malia Tini driving, and instead of traveling this time before she's called for that, she's going to get hit on the arm, and her shot attempt will send her to the line to shoot two. Yeah, and that foul going to be charged to Kaisha De Weaver. She was trying hard to draw the offensive foul, but moved her feet a little bit. So the first free throw is off the backboard a lot. I was going to say a little too strong. It's a lot strong as it's no good. We're still tied at 2. 5.48 to go in this first quarter. She should be like my eye from Kaiser and step back a, a step to make it in. Second free throw is up. That one's a little better, but not in. We remain deadlocked at 2. Back the other way is Kendall Adaro, the junior for Pro City. Kicks it down to Aisha DeWeaver into the paint wow i'm surprised no foul was called on that it was kaisha the weaver who went up for the shot and it was tipped out by castle so at least the chargers retain possession inbounding it will be adaro kicks it all the way to the top of the key to scanlon she drives past two castle knights up for a post shot it's good four to two Chargers lead. Beautiful shot by Shiley Scanlon, and that seems to, that's where she kind of always is during the offensive possession. I feel like that's her main spot. Yeah, she kind of hovers around the top of the key. Yeah. And a nice defensive play there by Kaisha DeWeaver, poking that pass that was headed for Presley Gibson out of bounds. Stays with the Knights, but at least the active hands by Pearl City really working so far. Our first sub of the game as Castle's Tehani Maxwell comes in, replacing Brooke Watanabe. Gibson inbounding it, passes it to Madison Kong. Kong dribbles around the horn, looking for an opening, kicks it to Maxwell, who just checked in. A sideline pass to Gibson can't be controlled as the freshman steps on the line, so another turnover going Pearl City's way. Yeah, and hey, that was a little bump by DeWeaver from Pearl City to kind of nudge her a little bit to step on the line, but they'll take it, I'm sure. A savvy play there, and a not-so-savvy play made by Kalia Chancarvalho as she reaches in, trying to steal it from Adaro, she gets called for the quick foul. It's one of those like, uh, it could have been called when Gibson went out of bounds, so it's, well, I wouldn't consider this particular one a makeup call, but you know what I mean. And quickly, Brooke Watanabe checking back in, so maybe she had a little conversation with Coach Domingo, went back into the game. Three minutes gone here in the first quarter, Pearl City leading 4-2, to two, a <laughs> missed layup by 
Kaisha DeWeaver as our in-house PA announcer gets a call. <laughs> oh, high school basketball. All right. <laughs> the crowd laughed too. So on the other end, Castle with it. A second chance opportunity by Gibson. She puts her rebound up and good. Four to four here early on. And there we go. Presley Gibson using that 6-1 stature. And Kaisha DeWeaver really wild tonight. Another errant shot. Bounces out of bounds. Fortunately for Pearl City, though, they'll hang on to it. Still tied at four, 4.30 to go here in the first quarter. Oh, a nice entry pass there to Stanley, who does one quick dribble up with the layup, and Castle can't guard that. Pro City leading 6-4. Beautiful inbound play for that easy two. Coming the other way is Madison Kong. Passes over to Chun Carvalho now, the junior. Down low to Tini. Over to Kong, who drives the lane up with a nice running scoop shot, and that's good. Nothing but net. We're tied at six. Yeah, and then lefty there. Just another nice little lob, just a sweet spot. Four minutes and winding here in the first quarter. Oh, a near carry there. That was a around-the-world dribble there by Aisha DeWeaver, and it, it all kind of worked itself out because that ball trickled out of bounds, and it'll go Castle's way. We're going to have a media timeout on the floor, and we'll step away as well. This is OAA Girls Basketball, the D2 Championship on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Kyle Galdera and Kule Ogbaini back here with you live at Monolua High School. The OIA D2 Girls Basketball Championship game. Pro City and Castle tied at six. And Kule, we have a nice broadcast position here right behind the Pro City bench. And I think Coach Kyle Martin was drawing up almost like a, a football option where the quarterback has a hot route, so the point guard basically goes down the middle, can look right or left. We'll see when they do get the ball back if they employ that action. Mm. Meanwhile, Castle has the ball, a nice entry pass. That one goes to Tini. She kicks it over to the 6-1 freshman who does her job. That's Presley Gibson with the easy layup. Yeah, and I love Gibson's composure because I mentioned this the other day. A lot of times when you have an open layup like that, especially as a freshman, you get a little nervous and tend to miss, but she's been solid so far. And I think Pearl City was scheming up that play because Castle's employing an interesting zone, almost a four wide with their yeah. center Gibson down low. So kind of like you're, you're a soccer fan, almost like a soccer type of defense. Yeah. And it's working so far because Pearl City trying to work the ball, working it around the key, and they are a bit smaller than Castle, so we'll see if they can find an opening. Madison Kong with it. She takes the three, and that's the opening they need. Turns it into a long jumper. We're tied at eight. On the flip side, though, for Castle. Aisha DeWeaver, actually, for Pearl City. Pardon me, correct. So that's the kind of shot that Castle's trying to get out of that zone, so it did work. It's just that DeWeaver happened to make it. Mm -hmm. Ball's tipped out of bounds, going Castle's way. They'll keep it. Presley Gibson with it. Tied at 8, 2.41 to go here in the first quarter. Gibson looking for help, pumps a few times. Oh, her entry pass is stolen away. A nice job by Kaisha DeWeaver of anticipating it there. Up the middle comes Adaro, now veers right over to Aisha DeWeaver. Back around the horn, it goes to Scanlon. Takes a few dribbles now, puts up the long jumper, misses it. It's going to be rebounded by Kaisha DeWeaver. Over to her sister, the younger Aisha DeWeaver, the number two. 
She gets the offensive rebound after that long shot. Scanlon gets it now. Finds Avaro up top. Resetting the offense. A little more than two minutes to go in the opening quarter. Tied at eight. And a nice steal there. It was tipped around and taken away by Kyla Chun Carvalho. And she started dribbling up the court. And then she turned around and like just passed it behind her to Madison Kong. So Kong with it. Around the horn it goes. Down low to Tini. Back to Kong. A long two. No good. A little too strong. Rebounded by Pearl City's new substitute, Anaya Filo Ili'i. Unfortunately for Castle, they got the ball right back because Pearl City just couldn't make a, a good pass to the outlet. So again, a couple of turnovers back and forth. We're tied at eight. Oh, a relatively even match. And Gibson tried to keep herself out of bounds. Threw it in too short. It's going to be stolen away by Pearl City. It's the younger Aisha DeWeaver with it. Her shot is tipped out of bounds, so Pearl City will hang on to it. Yeah, that way that Pearl City lost that inbound pass was interesting. Gibson tried to pass it inbound to Tehani Maxwell with a Pearl City player right in front of her. But she wants that back. I think she thought her teammate would go, and she stayed put, so she tried to hold it up, but too late. Speaking of holding it up, that's not what Kendall Lotharo did. She let it fly, drains a three, and puts Pro City up 11-8. to eight. Yeah, and surprisingly, she made that and wasn't afraid because Presley Gibson, again, 6-1, was coming out to close out on her, and she just had a high enough lob to make it over. A nice reach and steal, and then stolen away by Castle. So Scanlon gets a steal, throws it right to Chun Carvalho. Back Castle's way it goes. We are now under a minute in the first quarter. Pearl City leading by three. We'll see what Castle dials up here. Goes to Gibson in the corner, around the horn to Kong. Back to Chun Carvalho now. She takes the three, nothing but air. And it's going to be rebounded by the Chargers. Yeah, not a bad take, especially right now. You just want to get something in as this first quarter winds down. A nice entry pass there to Kaisha DeWeaver. Takes a couple dribbles, puts up a confident layup, and puts Pearl City up by its largest lead, 13-8, to with 30 seconds to go in the first yeah, frame. Yeah, Kaisha DeWeaver was not afraid of the 6-1 frame of Gibson to go up for that layup. There we go. Teeny with it and passes it back to Kong. Takes another long jumper. So Pearl City doing a great job on defense. A touchdown pass essentially thrown court to court. Not only is it collected by Kaisha DeWeaver, she puts it up for the layup and good and gets fouled. Looking to put Pearl City up here by eight. Yeah, Kaisha DeWeaver, really, she kind of took a stutter step. She was right under the basket, caught it, paused a little bit, and put it up and drew the foul. So it was the Aisha to Kaisha connection there. <laughs> And even though it was two, is we'll give them six on the touchdown pass. So 15 to eight, Pearl City leading. The junior DeWeaver at the line with one shot, puts it up. And that one's no good. Rebounded by Tehani Maxwell. The 10 seconds now to go in the first and winding. Castle looking for the last shot. A wild shot taken by Kong. She didn't need to rush it there, but she did. Rebounded the other way for Pearl City. They're going to get a shot opportunity, but Aisha the Weaver waits just a bit too long, and the first quarter clock runs out. However, the Chargers still lead 15-8. to eight. <laughs> Aisha the Weaver saw the open basket, thought she had enough time, but didn't put it up quick enough. I mean, it didn't go in either way, but still, you just wanted to at least get your shot off on time before the clock went beep. So Pearl City with a early 15-8 to eight lead. We'll see what happens next with the second quarter. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Second quarter action about to get underway. Pearl City leading Castle 15-8 in this OIA D2 championship game. Kyle Galdera and Kuule Agbayani with the live action for you. And Pearl City, after tying the game up at 8, went on a 7-0 run, Kuule, to end the quarter. Yeah, they're, and their offense is well distributed, like four of their players. I mean, three players had four points, one player had three. So they're looking to keep that momentum heading now into the second quarter. And they do that, causing another turnover. That's now Castle's seventh turnover early in this game. And they'll get the ball back, looking to add to that impressive 7-0 run. Bringing it in will be Kendall Adaro. Over to the freshman, Aisha DeWeaver. She heads left on the court this time, sending everybody else in the wheel motion. Castle playing that zone. They've gone to a more traditional 3-2 zone instead of that interesting 4-1 arrangement mm -hmm. earlier. Over it goes to Aisha again. Now Adaro down inside to the taller Kaisha DeWeaver. Kicks it back out to Shiley Scanlon, the three-point specialist. She misses that long shot. And then on the rebound, it's Brooke Watanabe who will be fouled for Castle. Again, I'm still trying to figure out the defense, honestly, with Castle. It, it, it does look like a glimpse of a 3-2 zone, but they're really quick with the closeout into the center. So, yeah. <laughs> we have a whistle. Referee's adjusting. Oh, we got a late sub here. Coming into the game is... Oh, Chloe Bulatau, the original starter, getting a little break. Now back in the action. Castle with it coming left to right. Over to Kyla Chun-Carvalho. Pro City playing a tight man-to-man -man defense, really causing a lot of havoc. And that leads to not one, but two missed layups by Castle. It's going to be rebounded by Bulatau, and she throws it off her foot. Obviously excited, trying to get the ball back her way. Got a little too happy with the hands there. Oh, no, yeah, that's one of those you really want back, but you really have to shake it off. I know how that feels as a player where it was just you. You had the ball and unfortunately just couldn't handle it how you should have, but it's okay. Just got to shake it off. So Pro City still leading 15-8, to eight, and right on cue, Castle changes that as Chun Carvalho not only gets the shot to fall, but gets the harm added to the hoop. We'll go to the line to shoot one. Yeah, that's definitely how Castle pictured in starting this one. So 15-10 now the Chargers lead. Sean Carvalho looking to make it a four-point deficit. She scores around eight points a game. Her free throw is a little too strong, but rebounded nicely. That is Christina Dutro, the sophomore who just checked in for Castle. Up top is Brooke Watanabe. She throws it away. It's stolen by Aisha DeWeaver. Drives all the way down the left side. And before she can put a shot up, she's going to be fouled. I don't know if I agree with that call by Mike Morton. It seemed like that was Madison Kong coming in clean to kind of swap it away. But I had a, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He had the better angle. So Pearl City keeps it a quick shot off the inbounds pass by Aisha. And on the rebound, it's going to be a loose ball foul going against Pearl City. So Castle still down five, but they'll get the ball with 6.39 to play in this first half. Yeah, that one's going to be charged on Kendall Adaro of Pearl City. And called by our ref that we enjoyed watching the other day, Brandon Oshiro with his... His very animated foul calls. <laughs> really gets into it, which is great for us because we know we what's going see. on. Yeah. 
Dribbling the other way, Kyla Chun Carvalho throws it away. A nice job by Kendall Adaro. Not only does she go for the swipe, <laughs> but she takes out the chairs on the bench, realizing the play's still going because she saved the ball. She hustles around the way as her team forces an errant castle shot, and it'll be Chargers' ball. Amazing. What a hustle player. Hustle, Kendall Adaro. Give yourself a pat on the back. I hope personally Chargers, like fans listening, are very, very proud of that one. And the other way is Bulatau with a rainbow jumper there. Not good, though. And back the other way goes Castle. That effort play, though, for Pro City was quite impressive because not only did the team stay engaged, but they kept playing in a four-on-five situation. And that defense strikes again as a steal here by recently checked in Alexandra Dobson, the senior with the pick. And going the other way are the Chargers. And right back for Castle a steal. So here we go, a turnover seesaw battle midway through the second quarter. Pearl City still leading 15-10, but Castle doing their best to hang around. Down low it goes to Maliatini. She misses another layup. However, another turnover as Pearl City gets the rebound, but Alexandra Dobson travels with it. Oh, man, she wants that back. She's kind of, like, shrugging her shoulders. And because Pearl City had that ball, they kept Tini from scoring, which she needs to get a basket soon. I mean, she's one of their top scorers for Castle. and just. But I feel like once she gets one in, then it'll keep going in from there. Yeah, definitely Pearl City showing their, uh, their pace is heightened, but they need to slow down and calm down a bit. However, on defense, another steal for the Chargers. So it goes the other way. Bulatau with that high arching shot. She makes this one, putting the Chargers up. 17-10, 5.05 and winding here in the second. Yeah, Chloe Bulatau, the freshman. Big smile on her face after making that basket. Wow, driving through the lane is Madison Kong. And before she can complete the pass, a travel is called. Another Castle turnover, giving Pearl City the ball back. Yeah, and head coach Kyle Martin, very excited on the end. Hasn't really sat down this whole time, but really clapping his hands every at all the effort that his girls get. Yeah, he's been very animated drawing up plays during the timeouts here. So we'll see if that can translate on the offensive end. As Kendall Ladaro, who made that great out-of-bounds ball-saving play a few minutes ago, driving the offense. But Castle again with the, the quick hands getting another steal. So it hasn't been the cleanest of games, but both teams basically doing the same, you know, turning the ball over, getting some layups. It's just that Pearl City has made more shots so far tonight. Yeah, and just, again, just I can't go back to the effort on both teams. Yeah, that initial out-of-bounds play by Adaro for Pearl City stood out when she went over the chairs and got back in to go back on defense. But both teams showing a lot of effort. Again, I think they just eventually, I think they'll settle down. So Pearl City following another Castle turnover will go the other way. Stanley with the shot opportunity. Her layup is no good, but she does draw the foul. So she'll go to the line to shoot too. Yeah, Christiana Dutro, the sophomore center, charged with that blocking foul, giving up two for Pearl City. But got to make the free throws. Four team fouls apiece here with 4.20 to go in the second quarter. Chargers leading 17-10, the first free throw right on cue. Coach Kule making that free throw in yes. Scanlon. Free points. <laughs> Got to make your free points. Never know when it's going to matter down the stretch. So this is now the biggest lead of the game for Pearl City, 18-10. We were tied at 8 early in the first quarter, and then Pearl City began to pull away. The second free throw no good. There's the Pulatau with the rebound. Over to Scanlon for three. Her shot is altered by Castle, so good job. 
with strong hands on defense as Madison Kong around the back on the dribble, coming the other way for Castle. Over to Chung Carvalho, back to Kong. Down low on the arching pass by Ty. Her shot is up and no good, but the foul will send her to the line. And there we go, Malia Tini getting that foul, but hopefully she can make these free throws because she had two opportunities in a, well, she had the opportunity to take two free throws in the first quarter and miss both, so we'll see what she does here. So Tini puts this one up again, too strong off the back iron. I like your idea of using the Kaiser strategy that we saw on Monday of some of their post players would actually stand at least a foot behind the charity stripe to account for their power. And it control worked. The mana. It worked. Here's the fourth free throw by Tini. No good again. And But she does scramble and get her own rebound. So that was a positive there. The rebound is now passed to Dutro. She misses the layup. Rebounded by Chung Carvalho, who misses the layup too. And finally rebounded by the Chargers. And those three blown shots lead to an open bucket for Aisha DeWeaver. The lead for Pearl City now 10, 20 to 10 over Castle. Beautiful pass from Shiley Scanlon to Aisha DeWeaver and a drive and excellent layup to make it in. So essentially a four point swing there as no points for Castle leads to two points for Pro City and another Pro City steal followed by a foul for Castle is really putting the Chargers in prime position. We're going to have a media timeout on the floor. And when we come back, we'll have the rest of the second quarter for you. Pearl City surging ahead, charging, so to say, 20 to 10 over Castle. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Chaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Pearl City leading Castle 20 to 10 in this OIA D2 championship. 3.25 to go in the second quarter. Coming out of the media timeout, we have a fun fact from Kool Aid. Yes, getting a text message as sitting across of us is the Hawaii Pacific University Athletics Director, Dr. Debbie Snell, whose granddaughter is the 6'1 center for Castle that we've been talking about, Presley Gibson. And we have HPU Sports for you the rest of this year. Exactly. With softball and the current basketball season finishing up, transitioning to softball and baseball. So nice connection there, Kulu. Yeah. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for our schedule for OIA Sports and HPU Sports and more. Chargers with it on offense now. A shot falls short by Dobson. Back the other way for Castle. That was a big miss there because that would have put the Chargers up by 12. It remains at 10. Castle looking to chip away under three minutes now here in the second quarter. Dribbling all the way around the horn. Chung Carvalho over to Kong with the left hand. No good off the back iron. Kong, though, hustles for her own rebound. Great athletic effort there, keeping the ball alive. Yeah, Madison Kong really earning that hustle award this first half for Castle. And Tini really struggling tonight. Misses another layup. Kong almost gets the offensive rebound again, but just steps on the sideline. Actually, I feel like that would have been more of a steal. She had it like stolen away for a second from Kendall Adaro, but stole it and went out of bounds. So it remains with Pearl City. 
Adaro with it. We're at 2.30 here in the second and winding. Pro City hasn't really slowed things down. They've been attacking so far. We'll see if they, <laughs> right when I say they might slow it down, a quick shot by Adaro, no good, but rebounded by Dobson. Over to Adaro, now Scanlon, pump fakes, no good. Steps inside, takes a jumper, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Dobson, though, and over to Bulatau, now up top to Adaro. Pearl City with their third possession, essentially, on this trip down the court, and it's going to be stolen away. A nice job by Chun Carvalho getting it back for Castle. Yeah, unfortunately, Castle did get it back, and now I'm starting to notice they're not doing the 101 that Coach Koo likes is in boxing out. But that could be because of their their age and not having that awareness to box out at being as a freshman. And speaking of freshmen, Presley Gibson with the long jumper, no good, hits nothing and is rebounded easily by Pearl City. 135 and winding here in the second quarter. A bank shot, we'll call it the Central Pacific bank shot by Aisha DeWeaver putting Pearl City up by its largest margin now, 22 to 10 with a minute 20 to play in the first half. It's one of those shots you just throw up in the air and you're like, all right, it went in. Kong with it to Teeny. And Teeny really struggling as she tries to find Gibson. However, it's deflected out of bounds. Castle will keep it. Yeah, I think at this point she's just trying to get anything and everything Teeny is. So she's just getting the ball and throwing, not really even like shooting it. It's just kind of throwing it over her head, hoping it goes in that direction. And, then. and the awesome job defensively by Aisha DeWeaver. Another steal over to Bulatau, another layup. And this lead has now grown to 24-10. And that leads to Castle calling a timeout. So we'll keep it here as Coach Wendell Domingo wants to talk it over for his team. But Kule, we saw this game even at 8. And now Pearl City has just surged ahead with a 16-2 run to now open the lead to 14. Yeah, and, and Chloe Bulatel, I mean, she kind of had a quiet first quarter. She only, she didn't take any shots, so obviously made them, only had one assist. But in the second quarter, I mean, she's doing her thing now with four, contributing four points for Pearl City. As you tune into this OIA D2 Girls Basketball Championship game, we rem remind you that OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii been a healthy effort thus far by Pearl City both on offense and defense forcing double digit turnovers by Castle as the Knights try to solve Pearl City's all-around game we're under a minute actually under 50 seconds now here in the second quarter Kyla Chun Carvalho driving puts up the right-handed layup and good so that stops the bleeding a bit as Castle cuts the deficit to 24-14 beautiful drive and kind of like a sidestep for Chun Carvalho and a quick shot, probably an ill-advised shot by Dobson, gives the rebound back to Castle. So 25 seconds, we'll see if Castle can move it down to 10, maybe even get under double digits with a three here. And right on cue, a three ball is taken. This one by Tehani Maxwell, no good though. Pro City will have the last shot opportunity. It's controlled by Aisha DeWeaver. She goes up with the left-handed dribble, right-handed layup, misses the shot, gets her own board, and now kicks it over to Scanlon, who plows over the defender and will be called for the offensive foul. Oh, great effort there by Chun Carvalho for drawing that offensive foul. <laughs> I was actually surprised, but hey, she got it. So a good defensive effort there. The inbounds pass is not in time for a last-second shot. And that'll end the first half with Pro City leading 
24-12 here in this OIA D2 Championship game. You're listening to OIA Girls Basketball. We'll be back with the halftime report here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's a very special offer for our local college-bound students and families. HPU is Hawaii's top-rated private university. Its graduates have the highest mean salaries of any private or public university here. And now, with HPU's Holomua commitment, your tuition remaining after scholarships and grants is covered by the university. Based on qualified family income, an HPU education could cost the same or less than even a Hawaii State University. Do more with the HPU degree and the Holomua commitment. HPU.edu forward slash Holomua. Aloha, beautiful people. Wake up in the den with me, Kule Agbayani. Weekday mornings at 8, right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Or listen on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com. Back to more of the OIA featured game of the week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back at our courtside broadcast position, Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani. Pearl City with a 24-12 lead. And Kule, I think the first thing we had that really jumps out when we look at the first half stats is 14 Castle turnovers that basically took this game from a tie at 8 to now a 12-point deficit facing the Knights. But you know, when you compare the turnovers also and you look at Pearl City, it's not like they're playing exactly clean basketball themselves. I mean, they have 11 to their name. What stands out to me the most, uh, and as my coach used to always tell me back then, make your free throws. So Castle on their end is 0 for 6 for free throws. And that's where you really need to get that. This would be a lot smaller deficit if they had made those six points. So there's six points that you hope don't matter down the stretch. But right now, it could matter very much. Leading the way for Pro City, Aisha DeWeaver, eight points and three rebounds. She also has five assists. So I know we're pretty early on, but she's actually more than halfway toward a triple-double. So we'll keep an eye on that. And for Castle, keeping them in the game is Kyla Chun Carvalho with six of the team's 12 points. So basically, those two stars are keeping their teams going. But to your point, Pro City shooting over 50% from the field, Castle around 44, and those six missed free throws have made this a manageable potential deficit to now a double-digit lead that Castle must overcome in the second half. Yeah, and towards the ending there of that second quarter, you were starting to see Malia Tini get a little frustrated for Castle, and, and that's kind of, it's bound to happen to, especially being a freshman. You know, she's coming in as their leading scorer, but she's 0 for 4 so far, and it's not for a lack of looks. She's right under the basket, and they're just not going in, but you could kind of see in her body language and in her face that she's getting a little discouraged. So I hope, you know, adjusting at halftime and, like, her teammates and her coach really encouraging her, like, just keep taking your shots. They're going to fall. That's the thing with basketball, right? Sometimes that's what it feels like. It's like it's never going to go in, but you have to keep shooting, and you just can't stop. Or at the very least, she'll draw more fouls. Maybe put the other the Chargers, some of the Chargers in foul trouble and maybe find her shot from the free throw line. It's, you just got to keep shooting, especially when you've been consistently one of the top players for your team. But I, I kind of see it in her face and her body language. And like I said, I hope that, you know, their their coach gives, like encourages her. And I'm sure he would. I'm sure Wendell Domingo is like telling her just fine. Like, it's okay. Let's get it, keep our head up. This is still very much a game. Speaking of a still a lot of game to go. We'll work our way through this halftime. Pearl City leading Castle 
24-12. We'll be back with more. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here at Monolua High School, we're getting ready for the start of the third quarter. But a quick reminder that you can visit us at on social media, first of all, our website, hawaiisportsradio.com, and then social media at Hawaii Sports Radio Network for upcoming schedules. And I see our good friend Paul Brecht here, who does a great job of analyzing and recapping our games. So you can check that out on social media and online. Yeah, and you can get archives now of our broadcast, which we were getting many requests from a lot of the OIA uh, friends and family of the players, so we have since started doing that. We have quite a few games, and we have to, we actually have some of the older games, like that exciting OIA Championship Girls Volleyball matches that we did, a couple of football games that we have yet to actually put up there. So be sure to check us out on, click on the OIA Sports tab at hawaiisportsradio.com, or you can just, you know, Go wherever you get most podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, iHeart Media Podcasts, or wherever. So we're all over the place. And yeah, thank you. Thank to all of the beautiful people for their support. Hopefully, we'll have some beautiful basketball when we come back. Third quarter action right around the corner. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Back here at Monolua High School, third quarter action just underway. Pearl City now going from left to right in their all-purple uniforms with the white trim. I got distracted a bit. There were those mini uh, Malasada mochi balls in front of us and I got refocused on the court because Kendall Adaro nailed a long distance three to put Pearl City up 27-12. And another Central Pacific bank shot. <laughs> right on the money was that one as a steal by Pearl City, their 10th steal of the game. Oh, and Pearl City turns it right back over. Kaisha DeWeaver, a little too active, dribbling it off her foot. Oh, Kaisha DeWeaver, beautiful outlet pass to her, and she was pretty much a straight, wide-open lane, but got a little too anxious, ball got a little too in front of her, and it bounced off her foot. So Kaisha with the turnover there. Back the other way for Castle, it goes. Castle trailing by 15 here. A quick three-point bank shot attempt. No good on that one, though, by Tehani Maxwell as it's back the other way for Pearl City, but then stolen away by Kyla Chun-Carvalho. She takes matters into her own hands, puts up the layup, but a bit too strong. Off the rim, rebounded by Adaro. Oh, and she wants that one back. That was wide open. Where she <laughs> Could have been an easy two points for Castle. And a traveling violation by Pro City. Ball going the other way. I mentioned if you are going to come to the game, Monolu has a great concession stand. That's why there was a little uh, mochi malasada type treats are in, right in front of us here. Come get some. And not only can you take in the game, but bring your portable radios with you and listen to us. 
kicking it old school here at Monolua. And speaking of old school, a nice entry-level pass by Castle, but it can't be contained by Gibson. She drops it. It's picked right up by Adaro. Another steal for Pro City. Crossover dribble here by Aisha DeWeaver. Her pass is stolen away, though. So, again, this seesaw turnover battle continues to play out here in the third quarter. Two minutes gone so far in the third frame. Pro City with that 27-12 yeah. lead. Another long three-pointer taken by, that was, again, Tehani Maxwell, no good. Quickly the other way is Scanlon. She drives the lane, misses the layup, but is fouled. She'll shoot two. Yeah, very smart play there by Scanlon. When you get that close and someone's guarding you that, that close as well, you just have to throw it up, and it worked out perfectly. Gets two free shots. And great body control, knowing that she was going to get hit, adjusted for it, and still gave herself a chance for the layup. While that shot was no good, her free throw is good. So contrary to what Castle has been doing, Pro City has at least made two of their four free throws tonight. Scanlon dribbles a bit, now puts up her second free throw. That one is up a good. So a productive trip to the line for her, and that puts Pro City up by 17. A quick pass to Castle's Chun Carvalho. She misses the layup the other way, and here's Scanlon with it. Plows over a defender, and there's our referee, Brandon Oshiro, with the nice charge call. Offensive foul against Pro City, giving Castle the ball. Oh, Madison Kong took that charge, but she looks a little shaken up. She got up slowly and is limping down the court. Looks like she's going to brush off. She wants to stay in, but Coach yeah. Wendell Domingo has other plans in setting her out. And coming in is Dorian Pokipala. Yeah, she's favoring her right leg. So she'll get that addressed by an athletic trainer. And one of those plays that you not only get the ball back for your team, but you kind of rally down by 17, it might pick the emotion up for the Castle Knights. And again, it's not for a lack of shots. I mean, they've had quite a few openings. They just need a little more mana to get it in the basket. So Maxwell with it. Speaking of mana, it goes down low to Malia Tini. She misses another layup, but finally gets her own board and puts it up for two, 29-14. Castle trailing. As I mentioned at halftime, that must feel very, very good for the young freshman and Tini finally getting in a field goal. A long two taken here by Aisha DeWeaver. No good. Rebounded by Chun Carvalho. The junior taking things into her hand, running the point now. Just past the Moanalua logo on this court. Over to the wing for three. A long shot by Maxwell. No good. And there's Tini again with a not-so-tiny rebound and layup. Good, and that cuts the deficit from what was 17 down to now 13. There you go, Malia Tini. That's all that she needed, and now she looks like she's getting her confidence back, and that's what happens at this level. And Carvalho, a near steal that would have resulted in an easy layup. However, after that, she tries to steal it away again, but gets called for the foul, reaching in on Dobson. Yeah, just a little too much. Anytime you get that close, you're, you're thinking it's right there. I just had to go in one more time, and she should have stand, stood back just a little bit. So we get a little pause in the action here. 4.36 to go in the third quarter. Pearl City leading 29-16. Pearl City inbounds it, collected by Aisha DeWeaver, the freshman. She takes a few dribbles around the tall trees of Castle, puts up the layup and no good. It's going to be controlled by both DeWeaver and the freshman for Castle Gibson, and the jump ball will go Castle's way. Yeah, that must feel good for Castle to come out with that, that jump ball, keeping Pearl City from scoring on that possession. So back into the game is Kong with a noticeable limp. 
So that offensive foul seemed to take a bit of uh, air out of her right leg tire, so to say. But she's toughing it out, knowing that this D2 championship is on the line. Knights trailing by 13, trying to get something going on offense. Dorian Pokipala, the freshman, just checked in for Castle. Passes it to Kong, who drives and throws up a wild shot. But she'll be fouled and will shoot two. And again, though, coming down there, Madison Kong still a little wobbly slash limpy, but hopefully that doesn't affect her free throws. You mentioned a few bank shots tonight. Have you heard about the new greatest of all time? That's right. The new GOAT is Central Pacific Bank. Forbes magazine named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. Kong taking her time with her free throw routine. Maybe should have taken a little more time because she airballed that one. But again, that's where it is. Like maybe if she is feeling a little hurt in one leg and feeling a little off balance, and usually at this level like I did, you, t you push off a lot with your legs as she did just there. And Castle misses another free throw, but there's Tini with the rebound. Puts up a layup and no good, but it bounces around to Castle and they've maintained possession for now until Aisha DeWeaver steals it away, puts up the layup, and she'll be fouled. So just like that, a potential two points for Castle now turns into two free throws for the Chargers. Yeah, loving the effort, though, by both teams, both of them just going for the loose ball. No one really had it at one point or another, and I love the fight in, in both of these teams. Good job, girls. And I believe one of your pet peeves, Castle still has yet to convert a free throw. They're now 0 for 8, so we'll keep an eye on that. If they want to erase this 13-point deficit, as now the Weaver misses a free throw, they're going to have to start converting those free shots. If you've been making those free throws, you would have been only down by, what, 5? So we'll see what Aisha DeWeaver can do for Pearl City. Her second free throw, no good. So at least that, from that stat point of view, the two misses for each side, even out, even Steven, but still Castle trailing by 13. That ball goes out of bounds. Another turnover. It'll be Pearl City ball when we come back. This is OAA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. 3.53 to go here in the third quarter. Kyle Galdera and Kuleogbayani at Moanalua High School bringing you the OIA Division II Championship game. And so far, Kule, it's been all Chargers with a 13-point lead. However, Castle still doing their best to at least hang around with about a quarter and a half left to go. Yeah, and like I said, it's not necessarily a pure dominance by Pro City by any means. The score seems that way, but Castle is getting a lot of open looks, and it's just not going in. But unfortunately for the freshman in Maliatini, it has gone in this quarter. So you never know. This is what it takes. So Pro City with the ball, 3.45 to go in the third frame. Oh, a near push-off, not called, and it actually works itself out for Castle because the ensuing pass by Aisha DeWeaver sails out of bounds, so it'll be Castle ball going the other way. Yeah, and actually prior to that media timeout that we just took, I was actually a little surprised that there wasn't a blocking foul called on Pro City, so. Props to our referees tonight, Brandon Oshiro, Michael Brown, and Mike Morton. They're at least consistent by letting the players play. And speaking of playing, Castle misses another layup, but there's Keeney with the scoop and the score, 29-18. Pro City leading by 11. All right, so I don't know what they said to her. Like I said, 
I'm sure Coach Domingo told her, okay, we're used to, to counting on you. Don't hang your head. Go for your shots. And so far, she's three for three. That's a 6-0 run, and now a travel called against Pearl City. So the momentum's starting to swing a little back Castle's way. We'll see if they can finally get this deficit under double digits on this possession. Yeah, and if they had been making their free throws <laughs> instead of 29-18, it would have been somewhere along the lines of 29-26. So kids, practice your free throws. you got to watch the Kule Agbayani instructional video coming to stores near you, even though nobody watches video anymore. But Oh, and speaking of instructional videos, Pearl City putting on a defensive clinic as Aisha DeWeaver steals it away. However, the hustling Madison Kong comes back to block it and then gets the rebound. She follows that up with a running shot in the lane. No good. Kind of shakes her head a bit and lets Pro City go the other way. It's Shiley Scanlon up and under with the layup. No good. Corralled by the freshman, Presley Gibson. And it's going to end up being Pro City's ball follow the man, following the scramble on the court. Yeah, and I see her grandma again, as you mentioned earlier, in the broadcast, Hawaii Pacific University Athletics Director, Dr. Debbie Snell, is the grandmother of uh, Gibson. And you could see her kind of... Looked, struck her shoulders a little bit. Unfortunately, she had that travel. The Pearl City pass stolen away by Chun Carvalho, and she puts up the layup, and good. That's now an 8-0 run by Castle to get this lead, pardon me, the deficit, down to 9, and that leads to a Pearl City timeout. We'll keep things here as the Pearl City squad talks it over, and Kule, I think the objective... And we hear this a lot, you know, when, especially when you look at quarters, going back to, you know, you see leads at the NBA level shift a lot. If you're down by 20, by the time you get to the fourth quarter, you want to get it under 10. So Castle's done that. What do they have to do now with 223 in the third to not only maintain that, but keep chipping away? It sounds so simple, but just keep shooting. Because at this point, like I said, they were there. They have so many open shots under the basket, and it just wasn't falling. Finally, in this quarter, it started falling specifically also for Malia, uh, Malia Tini. And like I said, I'm sure that's what their coach talked to them at halftime. I mean, they can't get discouraged. They're very much in this game and make your free throws. By the way, I was actually... Uh, speaking from experience, I was actually pretty good at free throws, so it goes without saying. That's why I get so frustrated because I, my coach like banged that into my head that it's free points, you need to make your free throws, and it can ultimately alter the outcome of the game every single time. So Castle on an 8-0 run leading to the Pro City timeout. It'll be Pro City ball out of bounds. Chargers going from left to right. Kendall Adaro bringing it in over to Aisha DeWeaver. 2.20 to go here in the third frame. Pearl City had by had led by as many as 17. Now seeing that lead dwindle to nine. And a nice out-of-bounds play. That's exactly what Coach Kyle Martin drew up. Kaisha DeWeaver got the pass, went around the screen, up and under with the right hand and good, pushing the Pearl City lead back to 31-20. Yeah, and I was just about to say, what a beautiful like basketball type of move, play, and layup by Kaisha DeWeaver. Following the deflection, Castle will keep it. Sideline out of bounds. Exactly two minutes to go here in the third. Inbounds pass goes to Madison Kong, battling her way through that leg injury she suffered earlier. She seems to be moving a little better, though. I think she shook it off. Yep. And it goes to the freshman. She's bothered by the tough defense and to the point where Presley Gibson travels. So another turnover sends the ball Pro City's way. Oh, I'm sure she wants that one back. 
Looks like she's squinting a little bit as she comes out. Yeah, I think Gibson got elbowed in the back as she went down for that loose ball. So she'll take a bit of a breather. Back it goes on offense for Pearl City. Under a minute 40 to go in the third frame now. Pearl City trying to flex its lead back. Right now it's at 11. It used to be 17. And another turnover by Pearl City. So a good job by Castle playing strong zone defense. It's really bothering the Pearl City offensive attack. Subbing back in for Pearl City is Alexandra Thompson for Kaisha DeWeaver. Giving the junior a bit of a break. And the referees put the ball back in for play, inbounding it. Coming into Madison Kong, the 5'3 senior. Sprints up the right side of the court, hands it off to Chun Carvalho. Looks to Keeney, pardon me, Teeny, down to Carvalho. Over on the rebound to Kong, who puts it up with the left hand. That layup is good. 31-22 now, the Pro City lead. And you're right, Madison Kong was limping around a little earlier. She looks just fine now. It's amazing what a made basket will do for your, your confidence and your adrenaline, right? So Pearl City with a minute to go in the third. A long shot taken by Scanlon. No good off the side iron. Picked up by Teeny, but stolen away by Scanlon. Kicks it over to Aisha DeWeaver. Misses that one. Picked up by Scanlon again. No good on her jumper. And finally, Teeny corrals it for Castle. Yeah, a little mi miscommunication there initially by the first defensive rebound and tried to outlet pass it by Castle. Here's Chun Carvalho with the crossover dribble. She rushes, rushes her shot though. It's no good. Picked up on offense by Teeny. Over to Kong and there's going to be a three second violation. Teeny didn't get out of the lane in time and it'll turn it back over yet another time. Pro City's way. Oh, and that's when we talk about when, you know, just really freshman mistakes. It, yeah, she'll, she'll learn. She'll get better and, and learn about these little things that you need to be aware of. And Pearl City as we're under 20 seconds in the third, dribbling out the rest of this period, waiting for the last shot. And a entry pass goes to Anaya Filo Ioli'i. She throws it away though, stolen away by Pukipala. She goes up for the layup, no good, but will be fouled. And here, Kule, right on cue for you. Can Castle make at least one, maybe two of these free throws? I tell you what, if they do, they're they're right in front of their fans on the other side. And if they make these free throws, they're cheering her on. I'm sure they're going to go crazy. You'll hear a lot of crowd noise if they can make a free throw. Again, 0 for 8 from the charity stripe is Castle so far tonight. And with 5.4 seconds left in the third, now would be a great time to at least connect on one. And off the rim after three bounces, that shot is no good. So 0 for 9, we'll see if the Knights can finally sink one on this second opportunity by Pokipala. You can kind of feel the anxious energy from the Castle crowd. As the second free throws up, and that one is good. So finally Castle off the schneid when it comes to free throws, and they cut the deficit to 31-23. A near steal on the inbound pass by Chun Carvalho, and that'll end the third quarter. So Castle still within striking distance. Okay, we're going to get a clock adjustment here following that tip. And after the officials talk about it a bit, it's going to be 0.8 seconds. So just in time for a touch and shoot. You can't really gather, but Pro City does have some time here. It'll come in to the Weaver. Wow, a lot of a generous timer there. Gave her some extra time. <laughs> However, the shot is no good. So the lead for Pro City remains 31-23.
right at the end of the third quarter. We'll be back with the conclusion of this one. It's all the marbles on the line for the Hawaii D2 Championship here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthierlife. Aloha, beautiful people. Wake up in the den with me, Kule Agbayani. Weekday mornings at 8, right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Or listen on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here at Monolua High School, Kyle Galdera and Kule Agbayani. And holy turnovers, Batman. Pearl City with 21 turnovers. Castle with 22. And we still have a quarter to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say it and I'll say it again. It would have been a lot different game had... The Castle Knights not gone one for 10 from the free throw line. We'll see if they can shore that up. Down by eight here. Eight minutes on the clock for our final quarter of action. What's on the line for Pro City? If they can hang on here, they get the D2 OIA Championship for girls basketball and the top seed from the OIA going into the state tournament next week. A nice job there by Castle playing tough D and causing not only the tie-up, but the possession as the arrow points their way. So following the turnover, Castle Ball down by eight. We'll see what the Knights can do here. Madison Kong bringing it up the court, guarded by Kendall Ladaro. Throws it over the shoulder, but to Chun Carvalho, but too strong. And that's Castle's 23rd turnover of this ballgame. Yeah, I understood the idea that Madison Kong was going for, wanted uh, Chun Carvalho to kind of catch it on the run, but it just didn't work out that time. This pass deflected out of bounds from Bulatau off of Kong's hand. Wow, it's going to... I think the referees are going to talk about it. This probably should be Pro City ball as referees Michael Brown and Mike Morton have a little chat here. And now they call in head referee Brandon Oshiro. who probably didn't have a really good look at it, but he, maybe he's breaking a tie between the two. Yeah, Pro City's Alexandra Dobson and Chloe Bulatau kind of looking at each other that, no, that wasn't off of us. And Pro City does get the ball back. So what happened there was Brandon O'Shiro basically said, I can't flip a coin, so I'm just going to call a jump ball. And that gives Pro City the ball. So probably the fairest way to do it there. It remains Chargers ball. Scanlon jacking a quick three. That one, nothing but net. And just like that, Pro City back up by 11, 34-23. What a shot for Shiley Scanlon. Just when it felt like the Knights were getting back in it, she had to kind of, nope, sorry. And she's not shy when it comes to shooting the three. She leads the team from downtown and shows why with that shot. A lot of confidence, like you said. And we'll see if that continues on the defensive end. It does, however, as Madison Kong with the strong drive, she gets fouled, and here we go again. Two more free throw opportunities. And the bad news for Pro City is that's now their sixth team foul. So as poorly as Castle has been from the free throw line, as Kong misses another one, one more foul will put Castle in the bonus. So good job by Castle of forcing the issue. Even though they haven't made their free throws, 
at least they're getting those opportunities. And now we'll see if they can turn that momentum back around as far as making some of these shots. And another free throw misses by Kong. Back the other way it goes for the Chargers. And it's only a matter of time, right? Like free throws, there's no one guarding you, so it doesn't take much for it to fall in. Scanlon with it, double team, now triple teamed before tossing it over to Chloe Bulatau. Passes it around the horn to Aisha DeWeaver, who misses a shot. It's going to be rebounded by Chun Carvalho quickly the other way. One on three. She doesn't care. She goes up with the right-handed layup. No good, though. And back the other way following the rebound by Scanlon go the Chargers. 6.34 to play in this ballgame. Pearl City leading by 11. 34-23. A lot of turnovers so far. Nearly 45 between these two teams combined. Yeah, and it's... In the beginning, I thought they would have settled down, but it didn't prove to be that way from here. And right on cue, another turnover, this one by Pearl City. So Castle, given a lot of opportunities to get in this game, we'll see now if they can capitalize. Inbounding it will be the freshman, Presley Gibson, the six-foot-one center. Kicks it over to the senior, Madison Kong, running the point. Takes a spin move, now splits two defenders, kicks it out to the wide open Tehani Maxwell, but her shot is no good. And back the other way goes Aisha DeWeaver. She runs right into contact. Wow, that looked like a blocking foul to me. However, it's going to be called a charge. And back the other way it goes. Yet another turnover, giving Castle another opportunity. Yeah, Michael Brown calling that in favor of the Knights. I thought it would have been a charge too, but... That's why we're sitting here and he's down there. Castle with the ball out of bounds, down by 11. Six minutes to go in the ball game. No shot clock again at this level of the season, so no sense of urgency as far as Castle is concerned. However, down by 11, they do take a three, and another three is good by Maxwell, and that cuts the deficit down to eight. Dante, honey, Maxwell, I guess Coach Wendell gave her the green light and say, take your shot if you're open. Yeah, props to Castle for being really quick on the draw tonight, taking advantage of the open opportunities. Back to Pro City, it goes a fake three by Adaro. Now to the freshman DeWeaver into the corner for Scanlon, and she answers with a three of her own. Scanlon is heating up, and so are the Chargers, now up by 11. Shiley Scanlon, she's like, I see your three, and I'll match it. Thank you very much. And we have a timeout called by Castle. I think Coach Wendell Domingo realizing that Pearl City is starting to heat up. they got to dial up the defense a bit. And we'll keep it here. Gives you a good chance to remind you that OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel, Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. And when you take a look at the stats, Kyle, again, I will not remind you. So we have... Pearl City leading 37-26, but all those missed free throws, and this only would have been about a one-point game had all of them gone in. And even, you know, taking your point, kind of dialing it back, even if they made half of the free throws, yeah. it's only a two or three possession game, whereas, you know, now you're down by double digits. And also the, the thing in the back of Castle's heads, I'm sure, is that they've struggled so poorly, even though Pearl City's sending them to the line, they probably don't have a lot of confidence that they can make that shot. And then at the flip side, you know, if you're Pearl City and you're being on the defensive side, as a coach and as a player, you don't worry too much about being overly aggressive on defense because, hey, okay, you're going to give them a free throw, but chances are they won't make it. So from the Pearl City side, you're, you don't have to let up on defense at all, even though Castle is in the bonus. 
Good point as Maliatini inbounding it following the Castle timeout. Looking for a set play here as Maxwell finds a teammate. That's Kong with it. Now dribble drives down low to Tini. She misses another layup, gets a rebound, misses another layup, and so many missed opportunities by the Knights tonight. Yeah, and I think Tini got away with a little bit of a travel there. So Pearl City with it on offense again. 4.45 to go in this game. Pearl City finally starting to take the air out of the ball a bit, running the clock down as it goes into Scanlon right at the elbow. She misses the jumper, though, and a foul goes against Pearl City. And here we go. The free throw parade will begin with a one-on-one -on -one opportunity for Castle. This one being called on Pearl City's Chloe Pulitao. Chloe's fan club, by the way, right across from us as the sign says, her number one fan is right there. <laughs> so at the line for Castle is Kyla Chun Carvalho. 37-26 is the Pearl City lead. The junior Chun Carvalho puts up the shot and that one is no good. Another missed free throw and it's gonna be rebounded by Pearl City. And right after that rebound, as Pro City tries to run the floor, it's going to be a foul called on Castle. This one by number three, Brooke Watanabe. Only four team fouls for Castle, though, so if they do want to get into this free throw shooting contest, they're going to have to commit a few more fouls. Coach Kyle Martin giving the two fingers up number two play call. We'll see what kind of motion that is. Goes to Scanlon into the corner for Bulatau. Her Signature rainbow shot misses everything there, and it's going to be rebounded by Castle. Yeah, she was completely wide open on that one, too. So Kyla Chun Carvalho with it, going crisscross over to Kong. Kong takes a strong jumper, no good. Rebounded by Tini. She's double teamed now, almost. She picks up a dribble, almost travels, finally swings it around to Chun Carvalho, and we're going to timeout, going to get a timeout, pardon me, called by Castle. And under four minutes, that'll convert to a media timeout, so we'll step away as well. We'll be back with the conclusion of this one. Right now, Pearl City leading Castle 37-26. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Pearl City with a 37-26 lead over Castle here in the OIA D2 Championship game. Let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to the OIA Girls Basketball D2 Championship on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Home of the Los Angeles Clippers, KGUAM K236CR is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760, 95.1 FM. Kyle Galdera and Kule Albayani as Castle trying to chip away at this deficit, and they start to do so as Malia Tini hits a close-range layup. Moving now to score to 37-28 in favor of the Chargers. So at least it's under double digits as far as the deficit is concerned for Castle. The tough defense by Castle still working tough tonight. Almost a couple of near steals there as Aisha DeWeaver tries to make her way through the tall trees of Castle. It is finally stolen away, so Castle gets the ball back. Yeah, and credit to the Pro City head coach Kyle Martin where it doesn't seem like he's encouraging his team at all to slow down and try to stall. And after being blocked, Chitini now picks up another rebound and puts that one up in good. So a four-point run by Castle leads to a Pro City timeout. So with 3-0-1 to play in this game, Castle trails now by just seven. 
Or maybe this might be the situation as Coach Martin calls that timeout and maybe he might tell his team, slow down the play, don't try to rush anything. We have a seven-point lead with only three minutes left, though, but if we keep giving away the basketball and Castle continues to convert, it's going to be a very, very different game. So, and again, anything can happen. If you get overly aggressive on defense and commit any fouls, they'll go to the free throw line automatically and... The basketball gods might just have it in the cards where the Knights will start to make their free throws and anything can happen now. So Coach Kyle Martin for Pearl City telling his team, hey, be confident. You have this seven-point lead, three minutes to go, and hang on to the ball because the only thing helping Castle right now is the tons of turnovers committed by Pearl City. And turnovers meaning in like bad passes by Needless Pearl City turnovers. type, yeah. And a near turnover there, tipped away by Khalil Chun Carvalho. Fortunately for Pearl City, though, it goes out of bounds. It'll stay with the Chargers. And right on cue, another steal by Castle. So the plot is thickening here at Moanalua as the Knights are dribbling down, pass into the corner for Chun Carvalho. No good on the three. And then the junior, out of frustration, fouls the rebounder. It'll be Pearl City ball. I think that's a situation where Chunk Carvalho probably either could have taken a step back and made it a three or kicked it down low to Tini, who's been on fire in the paint this quarter. Speaking of Tini, she gets a steal. A great job there forcing Dobson into a bad dribble. And back come the Castle Knights. Chunk Carvalho dribbling, now driving the layup up. No good. She'll go to the line to shoot two and Kule. Here come two more free throw opportunities for Castle. Yeah, and there you go. And that one is going to be caught on Kaisha DeWeaver. And like I said, the free throws have not been falling whatsoever for Castle, but anything can happen. That's the fifth foul on Kaisha DeWeaver. So not only does she foul out, but Pro City now loses one of their top offensive weapons. First free throw up and bounces around two times. No good by Chunk Carvalho. The junior really has to dial in here as Castle down. 37-30, 2.25 to go in this ballgame. Second free throw up, and that one bounces around two, no good. But there's Tini grabbing the board, and she's going to be fouled. So not only does she get to go to the line for two, but now the next foul by Pearl City will give an automatic two free throws to the Castle Knights. Not that they're converting them, but at least they'll have that opportunity. But again, every shot is a new shot. This shot is up and banked no good. Again, Tini not confident from the free throw line. She has been turning up the accuracy, though, from the short range. Her layup game is on point here in this fourth quarter. Yeah, Malia Tini needs to take a lesson from Alexis uh, Maai at Kaiser, where just take a step back and it'll start to go in, I believe. And this one rims out as well, rebounded by Scanlon of Pearl City. And another missed opportunity by Castle as Pro City looking finally to start stalling a bit. Up by seven, 2.10 to go, and a reach-in foul will be called on Madison Kong. Oh, prior to the foul, a good timeout taken there by Pearl City. Coach Kyle Martin, as we'll keep it here, basically sense that Castle is ratcheting up the defense. Now, how do you solve that while still taking time off the clock? And as, he, as we mentioned, we're right above the Pro City bench. So it looks like he's going to yeah, start to drop something as we have 2.11 left to go. And Pro City still has that seven-point lead. Oh, if there's any, 
if the word for my usually every time we have a game a lot of times it's all about the box out you know box out stay calm stay composed this is the game of free throws this is where you know kids parents coaches if you're listening this is a game where the free throws have mattered tremendously had Castle, like Kyle said, even if they made half of their free throws, this would have been a very different game. They would have been a lot closer. The game would have been managed down the stretch a lot differently. If they somehow made 90%, they would be in the lead. So this is where it's important to practice. And I, I truly believe when it comes to Teeny, she just has so much power and she needs to just take a step back away from the line and it'll go in just like we saw again on Monday by Kaiser's Alexis Ma'ai where she took her she takes her free throw shots maybe what like half a foot a foot away from the line nothing but net every time so Pro City with the ball following the timeout Pro City coach Kyle Martin telling his team calm down but they don't do that here as they turn it over again it goes to Kong now Chung Carvalho dribbling around a short range jumper no good Kong gets it up with the left hand no good there's Teeny with it on the rebound. No good on her layup. And finally, Pro City with it. An outlet pass, though, thrown away by Aisha DeWeaver. And guess what? Another turnover, another ball goes Castle's way. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're trust, it, but trust me, I've been there at this level, and this is high school basketball for you, and this is what makes it exciting. Speaking of excitement, 37-30, the Pro City lead as Teeny with it down low. Another layup, no good. Another rebound, and that layup is good. So Teeny with the miss and the make. Back and forth we go. Now Pro City up at just five with a minute 25 left in this ballgame. The pressure defense is on by Castle. Everybody swarming. Bulatau takes the ill-advised shot, though. Fortunately for Pro City, it clangs back to now Scanlon who takes another ill-advised shot there's no need to shoot it with no shot clock here in this high school game and for some reason where they keep missing giving Castle these opportunities quickly goes Chung Carvalho she shoots no good but fouled so another free throw pair coming up here for the Knights and I gotta love the support of the Castle fans and mainly because it looks like it's the boys basketball team sitting front row cheering on the lady knights and you gotta love when when you know especially the boys team comes out to support the girls teams first free throw oh my by chun carvalho nothing but air there it's obvious that it's now becoming a mental game for castle that they are losing at this point not only on the scoreboard 37 32 but free throws just i believe one of about 18 at this point have gone in for the knights the crowd cheering Chunkovalio on. Second free throw up, no good. Rebounded by Tini, though. That layup is no good. And another missed opportunity goes the way of the Chargers. Bulatau dribbling, and she's going to be fouled by Brooke Watanabe. But that's only Kule, the six-team foul by the Castle Knights, as we're now under a minute. So they're going to have to foul again quickly and then send the Chargers to the free throw line. But again, kudos and surprisingly by head coach of Pro City, Kyle Martin, not encouraging his team to stall one bit. And finally, they do start stalling as Aisha DeWeaver dribbles around right by the timeline, avoids the over and back turnover, and she's going to be fouled by Kyla Chunkarvalho. And that'll be the 17th foul, resulting in a one-on-one -on -one opportunity. And I believe that has now fouled out the junior guard, Kyla Chunkarvalho. 
getting a little teary-eyed, Kyla Chen Carvalho is, and as she shakes the hands of the Pearl City bench, you know, she played a great game, nothing to be ashamed of, but I know it gets emotional, so, but awesome job by Chen Carvalho. So at the free throw line with 42.6 seconds left to play, a calm and confident free throw shot up and good by Aisha DeWeaver. That's the front end of the one and one Because she converted it, she gets a second opportunity, and that pushes, more importantly, the lead for Pro City now to 38-32. Essentially, Castle needs two threes to tie it. And after that missed free throw, it's going to go out of bounds for Pro City. So another opportunity to add to this lead. Yeah, and Brooke Watanabe, kind of, when it came off the basket on that free throw, it hit her left hand, and it just kind of slowly rolled out of, out of bounds, tried to save it, but couldn't. So inbounds it goes to Aisha DeWeaver. Castle needs to foul. They're not doing it yet. And finally, running over is Dorian Pokipala. That'll send the younger Aisha DeWeaver, the freshman, to the free throw line yet again. A couple of crucial free throws here coming up for DeWeaver. Pro City leading 38-32. Now 34 and a half seconds left to go in this ball game. The OIA D2 championship game for girls basketball on the line. That first free throw up and no good. Rebounded by the substitute Christiana Dutro and Castle. They'll call a timeout to try to draw up a quick offensive scheme. And once again, though, free throws matter for the team that's in the lead because had they you know, converted these free throws, they would have extended their lead and really pulled away from Castle here only with 32.8 seconds left. But both teams just not doing that well from the line this evening, and it's really making the difference. Even here down the stretch, one, as we mentioned multiple times, Castle either would have been a lot closer, maybe tied, maybe winning by a lot, but also now for Pro City as Castle tries to foul them to make sure they be able to get the ball back. It's one of those like, hey, if you're going to foul us, fine, we're going to make all of our free throws, and then you have to deal with an even bigger deficit, but that's just not the case here in this game. But it's okay, because it makes it a lot more exciting. And looking over at the Castle bench, Tehani Maxwell has had the, had the hot hand from three, and it looks like Coach Wendell Domingo is looking right at Maxwell, basically telling her teammates, you clear out, create space, and then we can get a good look at three. So coming out of this timeout, 32.8 seconds to go in the ballgame. Castle trailing by six points. Essentially needs to get it in cleanly, get it to an open look quickly, make a three, and then try to steal the ball back. Here it comes, uh, walking the dog, so to say, rolling the ball in. Now it's touched by Kong. She finds a wide-open shooter. That's Pokipala. She takes a three, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Tini. Her shot is no good, but she'll be fouled and will shoot two. Actually, it's not Tini. It's Christiana Dutro, the sophomore center, who did a nice job of getting that rebound and at least getting fouled will now shoot two. Dutro dribbles a few times on the right side. Now the right-handed free throw. One-handed is no good, so they're trying everything is Castle. And still, though, no success from the charity strike. Pro City fans encouraging their team to box out. <laughs> Kulay's favorite play. The free throw shot put it up no good. And fortunately for Castle, it bounces off the purple-clad Pro City Chargers, and it'll be Castle ball. Man, the ball and everything is just going Castle's way here down the stretch, but it's just, they're not able to take advantage of all these opportunities here. 
So Dutro gets subbed out in exchange for a shooter. Kong with it now, down low to Tini, who takes a shot instead of passing it to a shooter. And fortunately, again, this ball bounces Castle's way. They'll keep it, but with 22 seconds to go, they've got to hit something here. And right on cue, Castle realizes that as Coach Wendell Domingo calls another timeout. Yeah, I mean, they're very, it's crazy because it's only it's 22 seconds left, but Pearl City's lead is only 38-32 right now. So it, it it feels like, oh, the game's already done again with 22.1 seconds left, but it's high school girls basketball. So it really just, and especially how this game is going, it's, it could go really either way. Yeah, with all the missed free throws, not only by Castle, but Pearl City not that great as well, hitting on about 40, 50% of their free throws. Even if Castle does miss and foul Pro City, it's not an automatic that the Chargers are going to extend this lead. So it'll be interesting to see who can finally dial in and then who can get that momentum and carry it through the end here. Yeah, and it seems like even both coaches is very animate right now as they draw up their plays. And it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I think that's the part of, of basketball, especially at this level, that's so fascinating. And we mentioned it on Monday, right, where where it was for Radford head coach Charles Chong and he was drawing up plays and they were actually working every single time because it's just the dream for it to work perfectly how you envisioned it. Wow, and Pro City almost with an administrative technical there as they didn't make it back onto the court. However, the referees gave them a little leeway. So here we go, 22 seconds left, Castle inbounds it and it's gonna be stolen away by Pro City though. The freshman Bulatau with it. She gives it right back though. And now we're gonna have a tussle for it. It's gonna be a jump ball. Possession arrow points Castle's way. So it is going to be a turnover, essentially a steal going to the Knights. Guess what? Castle ball out of bounds. 15 seconds to go, down by six. So Tini with it, looks for the open shooter. Kong passes up the three, takes a two, banks it no good. There's Tini with the rebound. Her layup is no good, and it's going to be rebounded to Pearl City. Dobson secures it, and if she can make a free throw following the foul, that might be all she wrote for Pro City tonight. Yeah, and here you go once again, though. If she can make these free throws, even one, even one, it'll feel very comfortable for Pro City after that. Only with six point seconds left. That would essentially force Castle to make three shots in six seconds, which it's possible, but very unlikely. So Dobson all by her lonesome at the free throw line and makes the first one. She's so confident she forgets she has another <laughs> shot to make. She was already hustling down to the defensive side. She's ready to win this game already. Dobson, pardon me, sporting a white headband. Dribbles the ball at the free throw line four or five times, spins it, now puts it up. That one's no good. Corralled by Castle, that's Brooke Watanabe. Dribbling, we're under three seconds now. Looking for a shot by Castle. A long shot taken by Kong. It's no good. And that is the final buzzer. Pearl City has secured the OIA Division II Girls Basketball Championship 39-32 over Castle. Oh, an excellent Pearl City. They're so excited and their fans are excited. Getting on their feet, holding their signs. But you know what? Castle, they'll go back, as you mentioned, they, they, they still make it into the state tournament. So, you know, go back to the drawing board, work on your free throws. And they were very much in this game. And we'll be back with the final stats and wrap this one up. Again, congratulations to the Pearl City Chargers 
the 2023 OIA D2 Basketball Girls Champions with a win tonight, 39-32 over Castle. This is OIA Girls Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here at Monolua High School, Pearl City receiving their OIA Championship medals. And they deserved it tonight, winning the D2 title with a 39-32 victory over Castle. Kyle Galdera and Kuleak Bayani wrapping things up. And looking at the final stats, a couple of numbers before we get to the individual stats that really jump out of me, Kule. 30 turnovers by Pearl City, so they overcame that in part because Castle missed 20 of 21 free throws. Yeah, exactly. Like we've been saying, pretty much the entire stretch of the second half is just making the free throws. And also, when you look at rebounds, the Castle Knights out-rebounding the Chargers, 48 total rebounds to 36. So they had the more times you have the ball, the more possessions you have, the more opportunity you have to score. And the fact that Pro City was also able to overcome that. But we go back, and we will always go back, and I'm sure the coaching staff will go back. A lot of it has to deal with the free throws as the Knights only lost 39 to 32 but one for 21 from the free throw line. And for Castle, props to Malia Tini. She finished with 12 points and 16 rebounds. So she had a bunch of those 48 boards for Castle. And on the flip side, Aisha DeWeaver finishing with six points and seven assists. Pardon me, nine points, six rebounds and seven assists. And our player of the game tonight, Shiley Scanlon, 13 points, 13 rebounds, 13 for her tonight was lucky and 100 percent from free throws <laughs> shooting two for three hey it's only three free throws but she made three so that's all it and i have to give the honorable mention though on the night side to madison kong took that hard hit was limping a little bit but after that it's almost like she was rejuvenated and was really putting in that extra effort so she would be we got to get a sponsor for like our hustle player award of the game because we had a couple on monday and, and they were actually on the losing team and that's the same case in, in this situation where got to give a lot to Madison Kong. So again props to Castle even though they finished second tonight they make their way into the state tournament next week and of course Pearl City winning the championship will get the OIA's top berth into the state tournament field. So Pearl City winning this one 39-32. Big mahalo to Chaz Antai our in-studio engineer, our on-site producer Paul Brecht for our analyst and social media savant Kule Agbayani. <laughs> I'm Kyle Galdera Kule. One more quick word before we wrap up. No, stick around, you guys. We'll be back pretty soon and bring you the Division One action between Campbell and Moanalua, which I'm sure will be a good one, and we don't want to miss these two teams. We'll be back in about 25 minutes or so. Be sure to tune back in for the big matchup of undefeated Campbell playing Moanalua for the D1 crown in just under a half an hour. For our entire crew, I'm Kyle Galdera. See you in a little bit. Aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play -play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play -play color commentator Ku'ule Agbayani. 
on-site technical engineer, Paul Breck, and in-studio technical engineer, Chaz Ontai. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.